Hey love, and welcome to the Love Niche Podcast. It's a billion podcasts to listen to, and the universe guided you right here to this one. It's 8 billion people in the world, yet you met me, and that is not by happen chance. This is a divine meeting, and may we guide each other well. I am in this world, but I'm not of it. On this podcast, you'll hear topics about both worlds, spiritual and earthly. My goal is to keep learning, evolving, and spreading love. Hey loves, and welcome to another episode of the Love Niche Podcast. I hope you are doing amazing. It is July 2023. We are headed into August. People are getting their kitties ready for school. I hope you guys um, have a good start for the new school year and you are killing it. Your kids are fed, they're sheltered, they're clothed. You're doing a great job, we're so proud of you. And whatever they decide to be in life is up to them. You're just giving them the tools and the guidance to get to adulthood. Hey, Mr. Sun. Um, So I think that I am a sun child. There was this big cloud over the sun and I usually come outside and I say, hey, you know, Mr. Sun, that's my little thing, Mr. Sun. You know, I want to feel your warmth. Shine on me, shine on me, shine on me, shine on me. You know, almost energetically. And I kid you not, every time I do it, it comes through. It could be a cloud around it and the sun will make a donut. Please email me if this is what you do too. I need to find my tribe. I am a sun child. But anyways, today's episode is going to be about school. So your girl is back in school. I am going for my final degree which will be my my doctoral degree in strategic leadership it's called a dsl and that's exactly uh what i got my master's in i got my master's in executive leadership so it all it has to do with managerial ceo entrepreneurial positions and it just basically teaches you people skills a lot of people are managers A lot of people are CEOs or they oversee people. And just because you can do that doesn't mean you should. I'm going to say that again. Just because you can do that, it doesn't mean you should. There's specific characteristics and tools that you need when you're dealing with people. For example, I've done a couple. This is what I love about school. I may not be a CEO executive of Fortune 500 company, but in this class I am. So they'll give me case studies. I'm the CEO, I'm the boss, and I have to find peer-reviewed journal articles to defend my case. I, I literally feel like a lawyer. So when I talk to people and I'm being argumentative, you hear my opinion, but in my mind, I research, I read, I'm a brainiac. So where I'm getting this from is not out of my ass. (laughs) I'm well read. Um, So one of the assignments that I have to do is um, there was an employee, a a guy. They gave me first and last name. He did great in the bank. He excelled to team lead. You know, you know, two, three, four years. He always wanted to climb the ladder and he was ready to move to the big leads. The lady before she hired him, she said, "Eh, it's some skills you need to work on. Um, I'm going to not offer you the job right now. Work on those skills and we'll revisit it. She did a couple of interviews and just couldn't find anyone to fill the spot. So they circled back around to him. So number one, he, he she already knew he wasn't fit for the role. He had some skills that he needed to acquire, brush up, whatever. 
But, you know, they needed to, this is one thing about corporate America, they still had to fill those roles. So in order to fill that role, they went ahead and gave it to him. Six months in, and this is what I love, this don't be made up. Every single thing that we do, grocery shop, eat, work, go to the doctors, everything is being journaled, it's being notated, it's being turned into surveys it's been turned into data it's been turned into research papers and we don't have access to it the only reason i have access to it right now when i click on that peer review journal it asks what school are you attending liberty university okay it does a screen and it lets me in without the access or without the credentials or authorization from liberty i wouldn't be able to see it but just remember every single thing that you do when they're asking what's your race what's your this what's your that Every single thing, probably even your phone calls, how long you're watching TV show. Like at this point, the phones are really, really mining our data and, and foretelling it to God knows who. So just know that there's someone somewhere, different corporatizations, you know, different whatever powers that be that are collecting this data. They're doing, you know, students have access to this data and they can do paperwork. And what they do is they come up with with equations and analytics and, and solutions and they sell it to these corporations. So being an analytic research, that is a full-time, like real deal career. And when your customer is Fortune 500 companies, you're making trillions probably. I saw, I met a guy that wants to be my mentor. He gave me the newest book by um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Is it Kavinsky? Uh, Skowanski. Anyway, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he gave me his newest book, like how to be successful in today's time or something like that. But I'm in school, so I know he wants me to hurry up and read that, but I have to do periodic reviews. I, that's all your doctoral degree is about. You have to read states. Um, you have to go pick between two, three, six period reviews. They're about 22 pages long. You know, you're picking out key points from that. They're giving you a case study or a question. And you're using not just my own opinion, because I could do that real fast. I'm a very opinionated person, but I have to use their information, those peer reviews, that data to prove my case. So, again, it feels like I told my dad, like I said, I missed my calling. I probably should have been a lawyer. I probably should have um, been, you know, suing the United States for reparations. That's, that's what I should have went to school for. But um, I said all of that to say I'm going to get around to the book. But there's certain things that take precedence in my life. And people need to understand that you can't force yourself to be number one in someone's life. Whatever place you are in their life, that's just what place you are. And sometimes it's your fault and sometimes it's not. But we all have free will and we should be able to, you know, use it. Some people are just so controlling and dominated. I just I just cannot stand it. But getting back to it, um, I'm so excited to finish that book so that I can see what mentorship would be under him. Because usually when you go for your doctoral degree, you do have a mentor. If he doesn't work out, I do know a two-time six-figure. Shout out to Miss Nicole, my notary mentor. And if if I need to choose her, I'll say, hey, you know, I'm in this doctoral degree. Do you mind being my mentor? If she doesn't work out, I just love the universe. I know the answer is going to fall in my lap. And I know people always say, you got to go get out. You got to go make this and make that. That I don't subscribe to that. That's you. I subscribe to the easy life, the soft life. Everything that I want has came to me or is on its way because I don't control time. And I don't want nothing before it's time. A lot of people think they're successful, but they're not successful because you have, you got what you have too soon. You weren't ready. 
the one thing I love about school is they prepare you. I'm just not doing my capstone. There's about 15 classes that I'm going to take before I get to my capstone. What if I was taking my capstone right now and everything that were required for me, I didn't even build up a foundation for it. So I've learned to say, even in my life, build. I have to build up my patience, build up this, build up that to, you know, to the perfect relationship that I want. Build up this, build up that to the kids that I want. And if I'm not there yet, fine. Like, I ain't trying to look at nobody else's lane and I'm not trying to rush it. You have to live your life based on you, your skills, and your timing. And I think God, I think we can control timing a little bit, but God more so has control over that. And I'm thankful for that because I wouldn't just give my five-year-old niece the, car, the keys to my car. It's not time. But my 17-year-old, yes, baby girl, let's go driving. So you may want, she may want to get them keys at five. Auntie, give me the keys. I want to go driving. Yeah, you can want something, but that doesn't mean it is time. So I always um, look at God as like a parent and me as like a child, because at the end of the day, if your ways are higher than my ways, that is a parent, that is a guardianship role. And I should be wise enough to understand you love me so much that you're not going to give something before my time. Speaking of, I saw a poll the other day. And it says, single women, enjoy your time because I was not as happy as I was single and before I got married and before I had kids. And I, that literally made me cry. And I told my sister, is this really how women feel? Because all you see is, oh, my man, my man, my kids, my family, and smiles and family photos. But you don't never heal the real tea. Like, this man literally get on my nerves. This man really drive me crazy. Are we going to make it? These darn kids. We never hear that. So for those kind, and I've been starting to hear it now. And this one girl, she did a podcast on it. I showed my sister. She literally cried. She cried because her three-year-old was giving her a hard time. And I never saw that in my life. She was like, he hates me. Oh, my God. Now, granted, she is pregnant. So I just found out. So her emotions are on 10. But I think when you're pregnant, your authentic self comes out. Like you can't bottle in all those emotions like you do when you're not pregnant. So when women are pregnant or when they're on that cycle, baby, that's the real because outside of that pain and outside of that new person growing inside of you, you can, you know, uh, control or conceal a lot more. I say all of that to say, whatever zone you're in in life, enjoy it. If you're, if you're an entrepreneur, embrace that. You know, if you're single, embrace that. If you're in school, embrace that. If you're a mom, embrace that. If you're married, embrace whatever roles, however many titles you have, baby, embrace it. Because it would not have been given to you if you weren't ready. There is a disclaimer. Some people do have things before they're not ready, which is why a lot of the women said, enjoy your singlehood. I was only, I remember being so happy single. And that, and to me, that just means a lot more classes can be held. You know, let's prepare you for marriage. You know, let's prepare you for motherhood. I think the church could do great by having those classes and seminars. We're literally just thrown into things. My mom always told me, we didn't know anything about having kids. There's no manual. You just do the best you can. And that means whatever my parents did, I'm either going to mimic if it was a good example and try to do better. Or whatever my parents did, I'm going to do complete opposite if it was negative and again, try to do better. But that's not the same thing as having a class of being educated, of being taught. Like I took driver's ed before I drove. I know my learning style. It was bookwork. It was questions. It was answers. It was tests. Then I got practice. 
I got real life experience. I got in the car. I drove five miles an hour. Y'all know how it is. And then I had to take what? An exam. The guy came out. I drove. I thought I did good, but he said I ain't turned the radio off. Well, the radio was low, okay? So I didn't think I had to turn it off. If it was loud, I would have turned it down. I think I still would have failed. But for anybody that's going to be taking in class, just turn the radio off, speak of pass. But um, he said I failed because I didn't turn the radio down. Excuse me. Did I turn right? Did I do all the other stuff right? You focused on the darn radio. And we all have our radio and podcast on. So that was just so silly to me. But I guess starting... They don't want you to have no distractions. So I'll take it. I eventually, my um, my teacher gave it to me anyway. And the white girl behind me was so mad. He was like, just slow down out there, Jamisha. Just slow down. So I do, like, I, so I act like I don't got ticket money, but I do drive like I got ticket money, okay? Because I be having places to go. And I feel like if you just cruise, sometimes I be early. So when I'm early, I'm in the cruising lane. I ain't trying to get there too fast. I got time to spare. The light can turn red, whatever. But... I got somewhere to go, and I'm usually late, and I'm already late. It's like, listen, this is the late lane. Y'all need to get out the way. But, um, so, yeah, sometimes we do get things before we're prepared, and we just kind of deal with it. But that's just not my learning style. I don't like that method, and I know life is um, giving me what my heart's desire. So I'm going to sign up for um, this, like, adoption. You have to take a class before you become a foster parent adoption parent so i'm going to sign up for that i had went to this book drive uh the friends of the library do a book drive every month where they sell books you could buy one get one free a full brown paper bag full of books stack them up right for twelve dollars so you're basically getting two bags for twelve dollars or two bags for six dollars each depending on how you look at it and i got all these parenting books i got all these mommy books so the next journey in my life is going to be to start reading those books but I'm just a strong believer of prepare, like prepare for what you want. I'm a realtor now. I hired my sister. It might be more people calling than I can handle. Hey, can you help me with my back office? One thing I love about being a realtor is you have a team. That's the best job for me. I have a transaction coordinator. She helps me with all of my contracts and my paperwork. She has years in the game and I really appreciate her. I have a backup transaction coordinator. If she goes on vacation or God forbid something happens to her, that position is still filled. I have an inspector. I have an appraise, you know, a list of appraisers. Now those did come from my brokerage, but now that I have built those relationships, wherever I decide to go, I will still have access to those resources. And the list goes on. I have a, a relationship with a mortgage loan originator, a couple of them to be honest. And so the best job for me, what I realized is I like teamwork, okay? I like delegation and whatever your fee is, baby, let's get it done. So if my goal is to help my client find a house and I get a certain amount of dollars for commission and I have to bust that down between however many people, let's do it. I'm okay with that. Some people are so, not even, maybe I don't need to say greedy, but they're just wired differently to where they don't want to bust that down with nobody. They will handle all them roles and keep all that money. That's not me. Whatever I can outsource, outsource, that's what I'm going to do. When I do start my family, I want to cook. I want somebody to come help cook dinner. My brother's um, wife, she found a company that will wash her clothes for $10. It's, it costs just about that much to go to the laundromat, so why not pick them up for me, go do what you got to do, fold them, and bring it back. It's the same price. You just made it a lot more convenient for me. Um, 
why not have like a house mom or someone help come clean i'm okay with that we got all these apps we got um if you need a handyman if you need a nanny if you need somebody to wash your clothes if you need to help tutor we got all these apps where we can outsource on the low end it's not just like a celebrity thing anymore and i'm going to utilize them so if it means i need to make more money to have that lifestyle that's what i had to sit down and say okay these careers, no, it's not going to work. Let me go this route. And so I'm so thankful to be in a career that is the best for me. I know it's going to take time to build up my name and my brand. And I'm just so excited for what the future has in store. It's bigger than real estate for me. It's helping my people get their keys. It's giving them yeses when the world is giving them no's. It's giving them, um, you know, um, it's giving them things to pass down to their generations. It's giving them income. It's giving them assets. Sorry, y'all. I had a call. That was an important call. Um, to my notary babes out there that are listening, if you are a buyer's agent and you have realtor friends, you can call the title company that the listing agent specifies or says that you guys will use and you can ask them if they could give the case to your notary friends so i know three or four really me but i can't do it because it would be a conflict of interest my sister because we took the class together miss nicole johnson because she's my notary mentor and sam I forgot Sam's name, but she's a closing attorney and Sam and Nicole work together. So whether I give the job to Nicole or Sam, they work as a team anyways. Um, so as soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to send an email to title to see if they could work with the two of them. So yay, I'm so excited to get that news. So that was a good call. So I was left off saying it's so much bigger than real estate to me. When I tell you um, I'm about to drop an ebook and I'm so excited to do it, I'm going to do two. One on how to become a realtor and one on the different um, ways that you can acquire keys. So I'm not going to say it now because it's going to be in the book, but God has given me like a mission. And it's so funny, like whatever your, what, what, if you find a solution to a problem, you're going to have a lucrative business. Sometimes we come up with these ideas or we join these careers because of problems in our immediate life. Um, people that join the military, they usually want to stand up or fight for something. You know what I mean? People that are teachers, they love to teach. They love to read and learn and they want to share that with someone. Um, a lot of doctors and nurses, whether they admit it or not, have spiritual healing powers. And so they use those powers and they mask it with all of those doctoral or medical degrees or whatever so they could be doing reiki on the patient while you thinking it's the medicine i've read books about this y'all i'm not pulling it out my butt i promise so usually your life will lead what i'm trying to say is your life will lead you to the path or the career that you're supposed to be in for example in my community we work, 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 work. Why are we still renting? Oh, so I'm good enough to pay for an apartment that asked me that I make three times the rent, but I'm not good enough to own a home because you have these credit barriers. But when I go to the grocery store, I could buy whatever I want as long as I have the money, but I can't get this house because the credit score is in the way regardless of if I have the money. It's like absolutely not. If we want to take it back, this land is no one's. 
This land belonged to the Native Americans. So how can you sit in my face and tell me what I can and cannot get when it's my ancestors at the end of the day? That's where I'm coming from. So, um, Lord's willing, I'm going to continue to go down this path and I cannot wait to give the keys rightfully back to its owners. It's just kind of how I feel about it. So let me get back to the story. So the story that I was starting on was talking about, it's a case study. I already did my paper on it, waiting for my grade now. So the guy, as I mentioned before, he was great as an employee. He was so great. He was promoted to team lead after about two, three years, he went to corporate after about a year or two there, he asked for like a managerial position. The lady, she already saw, you know, uh, you know, you're missing a couple of skills. I'm not going to let you apply for this job because an opening had occurred. But they interviewed people and they couldn't fill the position. So they gave it to him. So again, she said, eh, these are the skills that you need to work on if you're going to be successful here. Because he was great at servicing the customers. But this is completely different. Customers come and go. You may not see that customer no more. They had to tell her. They had to drive through. They in and out. When you are a manager, you have you have to build a relationship with the people that you're working with. You're going to see them every day. They family, you need, you know what it is? When I was growing up, we knew who our parents, co-workers were. We knew that was Susie. We knew that was her husband. It was her kids. It was her grandkids. That's her cat, her dog. We had family picnics. It was a family. Now, nobody knows nobody, and that's why it's hard. Okay, so let me build my case. As a manager, you have to build a relationship. There's relationships all around us. We only focus on um, intimate relationships, but every single thing that you do is relationship-based. The sun has a relationship with you. The air has a relationship with you. The water has a relationship with you. I can keep going. You get the point. He was great with customers because you didn't necessarily have to build a relationship. They were in and out. But these employees that report to you every day, you don't have people skills, they're going to go. My generation, we will go. We will leave. We are the kings and queens of leaving. We don't have to give you 30 years for a 10 cent raise. Every time I left a job, it was for a dollar, two, three dollars more. What am I going to stay here for to get 10 cents? I don't think so. Especially if this other company sees more in me than you do. It's a slap in the face and we're going to go where we're loved and appreciated. Let me get back to him. So he's in that role for six months. You know, he listens to her. He takes her advice. Six months later, the people complaining. One person complained so much that he yelled at me and was disrespectful in front of a customer. Now, the Bible even said, because this is a Christian school and I love my Christian roots. I just grew to expand my mind and I can learn from Buddha, too. You don't have to be the Bible. It don't have to be Jesus. You can learn from everything. A stripper can give me advice. A homeless person give me advice. Hell, a rapist or a murderer can give me advice. You don't have to believe in what they say or they do. I mean, you don't have to believe in their character or what they do. Sometimes words are true. So that's when you have to use your intuition, your heart, you know, God, the spirit, whatever you want to call it. But I feel like if a message needs to get to you, God can use the devil. And people don't want to admit that. But anyways, um, it's the Bible even tells us to reprimand in private. You know what I mean? It's bad enough when you're getting punished, but you want to embarrass me. Remember when we was growing up and your mama would say, you show out in the stove, I'm going to show out in front of everybody. It's like that. Like, you want to embarrass me in front of all these people? Huh, the joke's on you because I'm about to embarrass you. So, it's funny how, like, life... <laughs> I was telling my sister, like, I may be going to school to get these degrees, but you are learning the same lessons in, in your role of mother, which is, to me, that's the highest honor. That's the highest role, the highest job on the planet. It is the mother that gives the life. 
It is the mother that coaches her husband and stands behind him with her hand on his shoulder and guides him. You know what I mean? It is the mother that brings up the son and the daughter, realizing that her son is going to be someone's husband and wife. And her daughter is going to be, I'm sorry, her, <laughs> well, yeah, because that's the world we live in, right? And her daughter is going to be someone's partner as well. So to me, at the end of the day, that is the highest honor. And unfortunately, a lot of women, I'm going to go back to it, they weren't prepared for their roles. Some of them don't even want those roles. But if one plus one is two, or I like to say one plus one is three, the math is always going to math. You know, you sleep with this person, there's a possibility that you could have a baby. Now, did you meet the prerequisites of that? Absolutely not. But just because nature is nature, it happened. Sometimes I think people need to sit back. Do I have a stable job? Can I afford daycare? Is this a great... First, look at yourself. Do I need to, um, you know confront some demons do some shadow work some going up some healing to be the best person i can for someone else okay now let's look at that person have they done the same okay what can we do together are we building do we have the same you know morals um you know have we seen each other in different seasons of life because people are not linear you know they want to call people schizophrenia but we all are schizophrenia let me tell you why when you're happy i see a different version of you when you're pissed off, I see a different version of you. When you're sad, I see a different version of you. When you're depressed, I see a different version of you. You may love someone when they're happy. You may can't stand them when they're depressed or sad or angry. I think we sh there's not enough training like in that area. And maybe just because like I'm a book nerd, I love to learn, I love to build. I just be looking around like, what the hell? Like I'm so used to... These are your prerequisites. Okay, let's do a quiz. Let's do a test. Okay, you pass. Let's go to the next level. And I feel like life is that way, but we aren't paying attention. And we're wondering why you repeat. A lot of us are still in pre-K. You could be 50 years old and you're still in pre-K in life. But, but see, I love to excel. I love to learn and grow. Okay. I thank God to my spiritual advisor, Sharita. She she finally got me to see his patterns. Baby, I'm in the same. I remember be, starting school, another pattern, whether it's two years, three years, five. A lot of our pa patterns are seven years, just like the chakras. But that's another podcast episode because I'm about to get. If I told y'all about that chakra class, I'm about to get it. So, um, but with these cycles, you know, you, you may have passed. So I remember I passed my master's. I'm at it again. I'm in school again, but am I going for my master's? And if I was, it would still be a different subject, but no, I'm going for my doctor's. So I'm gonna have to prove to the universe what I learned with this master's degree, I can apply to this doctor's degree and learn more and still excel, that's life. Okay, what I learned with my first baby daddy, I'm gonna apply to my second baby daddy, what I didn't learn or what I did learn and do better. Maybe we'll get married and actually have a foundation. I don't think people see that. You got two, three, four, five, six, baby, that you didn't learn, baby. You repeat in the same grade. And see, we so, um, even me, I'm guilty of it. But instead of offending somebody, we just say nothing and watch them. But sometimes being the bad guy is necessary. COVID had to happen because you want to know what? People paying more attention to their goddamn health. They didn't care before. But now look, these underlying issues can wipe your ass out. 
So I think you may want to sit down and take care of them underlying issues because they're going to keep going in the lab and making shit because they've said time and time again, it's overpopulated. So if you want to pretend like you don't know what's going on, you're going to be next. Pick out your casket outfit, get your uh, life insurance together, write your will because life, you just told life you don't give a darn and life is going to give you exactly that. You don't care about living? Okay. The next thing, come wipe you out? Fine. You already said you don't care about living. Anyways, um, so let me circle back to it. So six months in, people complain you want to not only embarrass me, um, you know, by talking to me the wrong way, but you embarrass me in front of customers. You can report your managers. You can get fired. If you're not, it's people skills. It's people skills, y'all. It's, it's psychology. It's, it's self-work because it starts with you. You probably talk to people the same way you talk to yourself. And truth be told, that's not okay. And there's different personality types. I've been in school, oh my God, for so long. And I remember we went over the um, Myers-Briggs personality test. People are built different. It's more than just introvert and extrovert. You got to add in diagnoses like ADHD. You got to add in trauma. Again, nobody wants to talk about that. What if somebody grew up with somebody yelling at them all the time? You, you're not going to be able to yell at them because they're going to go off. Because they're not a child and you're taking them back to childhood. And when they couldn't stand up for themselves, then they will. So, yes, we do have um, different personalities. And if you are going to manage people, it will be wise because nobody can force you to do anything. But it will be wise to learn. Okay, I got to deal with different types of people. Okay, what books can I read? Because in all honesty, that's all college is. They, they know the books. They know the case studies. They give you access to, you know, different, different data, you know, that can give you different skills or whatever. If you already have the blueprint, if you if you get a college syllabus, because they are in control of the syllabus, right? You can go get them books on your own, do any cases that you want, you know, study in Excel. It's literally the books, uh, which is why I love to read, which is why I love the library. I hope they never charge. I know people don't go as much as they should, but I hope we realize if, it, if they see that it's not being utilized, they're either going to get rid of it or they're going to charge because not enough people are coming. But to me, knowledge is the foundation of anything. I don't have to have a doctor or a white coat to know about health. I could pick up some books and learn. God even gives some people wisdom and knowledge. And what do they do? They risk their life to teach you. They even die to teach you and you still don't care. Dr. Sabi. Hello. And the list goes on. A lot of people were protesting against vaccines, even in kids. They're missing or they're dead. A lot of people are trying to tell us about herbalism, different herbs and plants, they're missing or they're dead. See, you can tell your family and your friends, you could tell a small audience, but the moment you reach the multitude, oh, you're fighting against the powers that be or the big corporations that, you know, you are a threat. And they like to play 48 powers of law. They like to pay, play military um, when, when in situations that they don't need to see when you're in the military you want to what kill your enemy and i don't think that's fair to use military tactics in non-militant scenario why do they think that it, we're in war because i want to tell people about herbs to heal they self 
you constantly going to the doctor, but you take these herbs and you don't have to go no more. That's not hard to even think about. Which path do I want to take to continue to go to the doctor to get a prescription when it's just numbing your nerves? We're not even educated to know that. Baby, the pain is still there. You want to know why you tired? Because you done numb the nerve. And now you tired and the body's still trying to tell. Well, I can't tell her pain. She done numb that. What else can I do to, to let her know something is going on? Let me make her tired. It's like we fighting against ourselves. And it's so sad. And I'm so sick of it. And it just is what it is at the end of the day. I think the way the earth, earth is now, Mama Earth want to elevate. And she can't elevate that with these low energies. So if she got to wipe the low energies out or if she got to not help the low energies or let them fall to the wayside, that's what she's doing. Let's look at a scenario. You got 100 low vibrating beings. And even though high vibrating, high vibrating beings can even the scales with low vibrating beings, for example, maybe one very, very high. It's a chart called, it's a chart that measures vibration. I read the book. I forgot the name, but it goes from like zero and it ties into emotions all the way up to like a thousand where Jesus and the Buddhas and stuff, their energy was so high in vibration to where they could change a whole room. So remember the lady said she touched Jesus, him and was healed. Let's just think about this vibration and truth be told the pastors don't want to say it but jesus went to commit and he learned he learned the metaphysical practices but again they don't want to tell you that so i love my christian foundation i love a lot of the morals and different things in the bible my next episode is going to be about the bible but you got to learn and go deeper and since they're not doing it you got to do it like at the end of the day, we can't blame nobody. It's always going to come back to self. You could read. Our people aren't slaves and ignorant anymore. We have a whole computer to our advantage 24 hours a day. Now, what you decide to do with it is going to determine your life. Do you know it's certain things that I need to do in my life and you haven't researched them to try to be better? That's on you. You can blame whoever you want. That's your choice. But truth of the matter is you point one finger at something and three are pointing back at you. And until you take care of them three, you're going to always be in the wrong. So anyways, back to that scale. One person, like let's just use Jesus. It's the most wide, you know, accepted or whatever. So one Jesus could balance the 1,000 negative energies. But did they take out Jesus? So when you take out the good ones and you left with a lot of bad ones, the scale isn't even. So I feel like Mother Earth is saying, okay. Y'all want to keep taking out my good ones? Let's take out the bad ones and balance this thing out. And then it's going to be love with more good beings. Good vi and when I mean good, I'm saying high vibrating. The ones that do the shadow, one, the ones that do the work, that want to learn and want to do better. It's going to be more of them left so that Mother Earth can elevate. And when we say elevate, it's not moving to another earth. It's just conscious-wise. Like, if you want to think about a baby, all the baby can do is lay. Then it start to roll. Then it start to scoop. And crawl and stand and walk and run. That's what we mean by 4D, 5D, da, 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 da. just the different stages of elevation. And we have to move as a unit. People don't understand that. We have to move with the multitudes. So if the multitudes of people are negative, you're slowing us down. You're stopping us from getting to the next level. Okay, so let's take it to war. Let's, we got to take them out. We got to take them out. You done told the universe you don't care. Okay, let's honor that wish. 
Let's honor that wish. Y'all remember we saw them caskets rolling in in Atlanta. They knew what was coming and we be trying to tell people and they want to call us conspiracy theories or crazy. But we get the last laugh at the end of the day and it's not funny because our people is dying. That's not something you want to laugh at. It's a mental thing. They already told us that them vaccines are affecting our brain. A lot, of, a lot of people have autism and don't even know it. You're undiagnosed. And I don't think autism is a bad thing. It's just slowing down your brain because there's different levels of autism. Okay? Your brain um, this, uh, controls its whole body. So if you affect different parts of the brain, you're going to get different, you know, metrics of autism. But to me, if I know there's fluoride in the water and I still drink it, that's autistic. You have a problem. If I know there's fluoride in the toothpaste and I still continue to use it, you have a mental problem. If I know eating this is going to kill me and I still eat it, you have, there's a lot of people walking around with the whole earth, if you want to be honest, is a medical asylum. It really is. It's crazies walking all around. And I feel like that's how Jesus felt. Like one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite quotes, Hosea 4, 6. My people perish for lack of knowledge. That is so sad. I feel like Jesus was a teacher. That's why they called him the great teacher. He was teaching people about hygiene and how to take care of themselves and different herbs. You remember when he picked up the dirt, spit on it, and healed the man's eye? I bet that was bentonite clay. But again, the pastors want to just say it was Jesus or the Holy Spirit. He used earth too. You got to give credit where credit is due. They talked about myrrh. They talked about different herbs and oils. And they don't break that down. So when you go to the metaphysical side, you start to learn about it and say, hey, I heard myrrh before. Oh, I heard olive oil before. And these pastors, they go to seminary school so they know. Why they don't continue to break it down for their congregation, I don't know. I just feel like the whole system is wrong. We still got the Pharisees and the, and the Judases today. Because Jesus, they hated him. He was an outlaw. He was hunted down and murdered. And none of the churches are that way, so I don't think you're following the same doctrine. If you don't have people hating on you or going against you, you're doing something wrong. God already gave us the blueprint. Yes, he still gave credit to God, but with him healing and trying to what? Teach people, that's what leaders do. You make copies of leaders under you. They're not going to be copies of you. I said copies of leaders under you. Okay? That means they're going to take their gifts and their skills mixed with what you taught to be better. They don't need to be copies of you. P people like that have a problem. That's a control issue. You want everything to go your way. You, 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 you. Okay, I would like to sit you on the couch and say, what happened to your childhood? Why does it always have to be about you? Why are you so controlling? Who hurt you? What's going on? If, the, if, if it was a requirement for everybody to do therapy, I think the world would be a better place. I think there could be a bad part of that, too. They'll probably be locking people up left and right. So it's always a slippery slope. With each solution you come up with, it's always a slippery slope. But let me get back to this guy. So then um, she told him some more things that he could do. She gave him what? A plan, an action plan. He did good for about a year, and then complaints started going in again. So now she had to write him up. We're, we're at the written part now. All right. 
He did good for six months and then complaints again. Okay, so now I'm going to bring HR in here. Is there anything that I could do to help you? I've been telling you da, 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 what's going on because the next time it could lead to what? Termination. A year later, I kid you not, this man was fired. Now, I have to write. This is, this is my case study. It's a Christian school, so they're going to throw God into it, which is fine. Was the manager right? Did she follow godly? Was the manager right under godly principles and characteristics? Was the manager right outside of godly principles and characteristics? What would you have done differently? And what can what evidence can you support to prove your case? So I felt like she followed the guidelines. I found a couple of articles. It, um, it was, it's so interesting because these articles are like 22 pages long. And it's just, oh, I love it. I wish everybody had access to this because this guy... He was arguing with his girlfriend. I think they found like marijuana or something and he was charged and they fired him. Do you know he sued and won so many million dollars um, for being fired and then so many million dollars for, um, what do they call it? Like neglect and stress or whatever. Because I think this was in Canada and I can start reading the um, case studies if y'all want. I'm going to see if I can even share them because I do download the PDFs, but I'm going to see if I can start sharing them because this is just priceless information. Like my best friend, her store is called Priceless Information. And that's how I feel like information is priceless because it's life-saving and changing. But um, so I use one of that articles to say like she and I, um, because if she would have, you know, been wrong, it could have been a lawsuit against the company. She could have cost the company this much money, you know, for instance, this case. And then I found another um, peer-reviewed article that broke down the, it would think it was A through F, the different characteristics that you have to follow before you fire somebody or before you could sue them. They have, they have to meet before they could be sued. So I put that in there. Um, I found, you know, scriptures. Um, my favorite scripture is where the manager, um, I think it's called, you know, they give Bibles, uh, titles now. So I think it was called the, um, something manager. Cause if you just type in manager, it'll come up and basically his person owed him money. He was like, Oh, if you don't give me this money, X, Y, Z. And then his leader came to him and said, you owe me money. Um, He's like, oh, please forgive me. I'll give it back to you. So then he went back to that other person. Give me this money. You owe me this money. And the man said, now, didn't you just, didn't you just come to me and ask for forgiveness? And you're going to do him like that? So I just used, um, I love to use that when we're talking about managers because you cannot do unto others that you won't want done unto you. So I feel like she followed all of the HR characteristics, whether it was in inside of godly characteristics or outside, she did her due diligence. And those were my, you know, supporting um, reasons. But I just love learning about stuff like that because number one, how many of y'all knew that you could sue your job? We just get fired and go get unemployment. No, 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 no. You might want to get a lawyer because that person don't have to work no more. Now, I'm just a worker bee or I love helping charities and stuff. So, I'm always be out here doing something. But if that person chose to, they don't have to work no more. So, the gag is on you. You thought you was being funny by firing me and I'm laughing right to the bank. And see, that's why I feel like it's a periodic review and it's hidden. And you have to have these codes and stuff to see it. Because I don't want everybody to see or know that. So I'm just like the strongest advocate for knowledge, education, and wisdom because I just love it. Now, the next time 
not in corporate America, but if I were to ever be and you try me, oh, do I need to get a lawyer? Because I know you could fire me wrong, you know, if, not, if you don't follow these guidelines. And also, you could cause me stress and emotion and all this other stuff. Speaking of emotion, it was another article that I read for another assignment. I'm on week five now. Um, so, with, with it each week, you have to do a discussion board, two replies, and a case study. And I wish it was easy, and it probably is. Maybe I'm just looking more into it. Because they asked for like 600 words, 254 response, 900 words for your case study. I'm always at like two, three, four, five thousand. I'm like, how can you ask me to read a case study, explain the case study, and why it fits into this case, and then add my viewpoint at the Bible and be at 900 words? Like, I just, I wish I could do it, but I don't know. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Like, that's more than 900 words to me. Um, and I almost feel like if that's all you expect at this level, I just kind of side-eye it. Because this is supposed to be the highest level of research and that's all you wanted. But I'm going to say that. I'm going to pause because this is class one. So we're going to see how class two do because it's, each class builds upon the next class. So we're going to see. Maybe they just easing me in there. Okay, so... Another case study I did for another assignment was about emotional um, artificial intelligence. So it's called EAI. These companies, this was done in 2021 now, we're in three. These companies are using AI to read your face. Let me ask y'all, how many of y'all have done an interview where it recorded you and you answered the questions? Baby, they was using EAI. Based on your emotional, um, you know, metrics, whatever they, you know, set up the computer to. And the computer doesn't know. This is why I don't like computers. The computers aren't biased. They're black and white. It's either a yes or a no. Humans can say, you know, yeah, this person has a bad past, but let's give them a chance. That's grace. That's God. Okay. Computers is yes or no. Nope. He didn't read the metrics. Yes, he did. Like, it's no wiggle room. I don't like that. Um, so it can read your face and say whether you could be get hired. Well, they're also using it for, for firing people, too. And I don't think you should be able to control people's emotions. Instead of these companies saying, hey, it's Miss Jackson. I see that, um, you know, you're not your normal bubbly self. Is everything okay? This this program is called EAP. Why don't you call and meet with a counselor? Um, you know, you know, you do get 12 weeks of fmla if you need to because we want you to be your best self so that you could be your best self for our clients when covid happened every company should have sent out an email for that we all should have not just been at home but been off work too if you want to be honest we could have all cashed in and i know a lot of people did not you mean to tell me your family members is dying left and right the government is forcing you to do things that you may not want to do and some of you succumb to it and now you're battling the consequences of that no matter what ailment comes up baby it's 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 the vax go look at it it's over 22 side effects just like sometimes we're up at night looking at tv and you want to take a headache pill and it say may cause heart attack stroke and death and you still take the pill uh no how about I'm going to deal with this headache because heart attack, stroke, and death is not that serious. I just traded a slight headache for my life. And that's just how those vaccines are. But no, they don't want to um, promote that. They just want to threaten you're going to lose your job. Well, guess what? If that went in the market of the beast, 
But this is just my opinion. If that wasn't a mark of upbeat, because at the end of the day, God made everything. And he said that was good. He started with my body. So that's very good. And for you to tell me that I need to put something in my body to be better is a lie from the pits of hell. God said fruit will be my medicine. And last time I checked, that was not no fruit. That was something in the lab that you made. And the same way you've been experimenting on people for years. Not just the Holocaust. I just finished this book called American Party. And it, it focuses on African-Americans, which is my people. And I'm also researching the native side because they were the same way. All the medical girl, we weren't just slaves. Girl, God, we was not just slaves. Oh, baby, they experimented on us left and right. It wasn't just Tuskegee, baby. That was that was a tip of the iceberg. Whenever you get a chance, please, I I beg you, please read that book. Please go read that book. Please, I beg of you. Because they doing the same stuff today. And I remember I just did a podcast on American on Florida. Did I not? Go back and listen. They gave them vaccines too. It wasn't just syphilis blankets. It wasn't just smallpox blankets or whatever. It was vaccines. It's the same. Our enemy uses the same playbook over and over again and continues to win. That's retardation. You mean to tell me one football team used the same plays for every game and can win the Super Bowl? No. They have to switch it up and switch players and da-da-da and da-da-da and study their opponent. You got to, too. If football is the number one sports in the world, you need to be using them same tactics in your life. And who is your opponent? The government, the medical, and even education. I don't just believe everything they teach me. No, 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 no. There's a check and a balance. It has to go through my eyes and my ears. I have to uh, think about it, ponder it, weigh it on my heart, ask God's source energy. Is this true or not? And it's a feeling. I'm a feeler. I can tell. I'm still learning how to, learning how to um, explain these feelings, but I know I got them. So I know what they mean. I'm working on how to tell you what they mean. But the point of the matter is, just because you have these roles, it doesn't mean that you should have them. I even talked to my dad about it. He's so militant. I will never be under someone militant. You're not going to talk to me like I'm a little child. I don't care if I do have childlike behaviors. That's not what you do in leadership role. It's it's not what you ever say cause, or um, what you do because I really don't care. I'm the main one that be doing stuff. But what you say and how you make people feel is the feel for me. It's the feel for me. Do you know some pe- some some people called kids fat when they were kids and they still dealing with that today? It's not that they were point pointing at them or or throwing stuff at them. It's what they fucking said that seeped into their soul, into their energy, into their being. And now every time they look in the mirror, they see fat, ugly, disgusting. You killed that person with your mouth. The Bible says the tongue is a sword of life and death. Are you speaking life to people or death all the time? And the gag is, you think that's not going to come back and bite you in the ass? And you wondering why shit ain't right? Okay, watch your mouth. Watch how you make people feel. Watch what you do because, again, it make people feel a certain way. And if something happened, that don't mean I was casting spells or saying anything bad. Oh, baby, all I got to sit back and do is watch. God, always give me a front row seat. No matter what the punishment is, up to including death, I get a front row seat. And it's not my problem. Be thy will. 
Lord, you the judge, whatever you see fit. Because I might say do X, Y, Z, and you might want to do something else. That's better. You know, you know, you are, you know, past, present and future. So who better to judge and give a punishment? You. So you got it. But I bet I got that front row seat. That's what people don't understand. And just because we are in these human bodies, we are gods and goddesses and rulers and we have high positions. Some of us came back to help. Some of us came back to raise the vibration. Some some of us came back to be teachers and uplifters. It's it's literally like a simulation. It's literally like a game. This is just an avatar. You up here playing Mario's. Are you really Mario? No. You have a controller in your hand and you're pretending to be Mario. You're telling Mario what to do in the game. That's literally a reflection of this life. You have your higher self giving you counsel. You also have your lower self trying it. And you're in this avataric realm. Because outside of Earth, what is there? Just energy, energy, and you know, I just always think of Lucy where she turned into just particles and atoms. And so, although this is insane, it's life. It's more than being a particle floating around. Or just think if you were a planet, that's not the same existence as being a human, falling in love and getting married and having kids and the ups and downs and all the emotions completely different from just spinning around being a planet growing things you know so this really is like the realm to be in and just because somebody is a child they could have came back that could be a, a wizard you know you got you got to start as a child so that's how they got here that's the portal point is watch your mouth everybody um doesn't subscribe to the same religion and everybody isn't who you think they are. There's aliens here. Alien is just a word that they use to say different from you. But to be honest, an ant is an alien because it's different from me. But that don't make it any less. That's just the avatar it chose to exist here. And to be honest with you, everything is holding the vibration. From dirt to air to clouds to ants, the real clouds, because they make some of them. To humans, to trees, we all play our part. So yes, some of us came here to be blades of grass. Yep, I said it. We are all energy at the end of the day. You're an atom, baby. It's energy in grass. It's energy in everything that is. So when I think back to Pee Wee Herman and Beauty and the Beast, where everything was a living being, that's true. And everybody's mind isn't ready to accept that or understand that. So instead of saying, I haven't researched that, I don't understand that. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, that's um, conspiracy theory. I hate that. That's a cop out for I didn't research. I didn't educate myself. I don't know. Well, why don't you just say that? Why don't you just say, oh, I didn't know McDonald's hamburger is a little percent meat slop and they found human dna why not just say that no you're embarrassed because you're still eating it not knowing what it's doing to your body and instead of telling that person dang you right i might need to stop eating this you try to insult them or humiliate them that's gaslighting and baby don't work no more because i know that i'm a real red person i research things that people are scared to research and I learn and it's going to get me far because life is a game of chess, not checkered. So when people start dying left and right to my left and my right. OK, 
and I'm living long and I'm a mother and a grandma and a great grandma and a great great grandma and a great 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 and you ask me how oh but you thought it was a conspiracy theory but I was learning to prolong my life because I got kids to have I have grandkids to teach I have great grands to to teach and cultivate and grow and go on and on and on as the matriarch of the family Again, it's the women. I'm going to keep saying it. It's the, it's the almighty woman. But I said all of that to say, like, no matter what path you are, you're still learning. I just love the educational path. It's just something that I've always aspired to do. And I thank God for being able to, you know, do the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to be a realtor. I am. I wanted to get my notarized three. I did. I want to get my MLO working on that. You know what I mean? Um, I want to get my doctorate degree. Okay. And it's so funny, we think we can't do things, but look back. I remember saying one day I wanted to get my associate's degree, and did. I remember one day saying I wanted to get my bachelor's degree, and did. I remember one day saying I wanted to get my master's degree, and did. So sometimes we think we can't do stuff, but baby, look back. Look back at what all you already have done. Okay? In the same way you did it then, you could do it now. So, that was an exciting case study, but let me get to the meat of this particular um well it's probably already too long i'm gonna do a part two that's what i do so i'll catch you guys on the next episode okay bye namaste love stay and always vibe high babe thanks a million for listening i hope you have a better than great day i love you talk to you later Mwah. bye